Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our program. <laughs> Why do we own this DVD? Your true host, Sean Takaki, and his wife, Diane. Diane and Sean. Yeah. Why do we own this DVD? Sean Takaki and his wife Diane. Yeah. Just wanna say, why do we own this DVD? Why? There's a cat yeah. laying on the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. You're getting worse. Hey. <laughs> um Chubby. Alright. Action. What? I don't know. That was a... No, it wasn't. <laughs> I was going to say that's a clue to the movie that we're going to talk about. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> we're not talking about Mortal Kombat. Let's. It was good. Okay. Bloody. Mm-hmm. Violent. Um. Story was predictable. Which is what I want, because I just want to see guts. Wow. So this is Why Do We Own This DVD? The podcast where we talk about our DVD collection. Okay. I guess we don't Mortal own Kombat. Mortal Kombat. It just happened to drop on HBO Max today, and Sean watched it at work. Cause and now I got to watch it on the good TV. He's got to watch it on the good TV. tiny. Uh, yeah, we talk about our DVD collection. We are about halfway through. A little less than halfway. We're not quite halfway through yet. <laughs> We're pretty far from halfway through. Well. When the episode number and the number, number we, and our number range is the same, then we're halfway through. When, mm-hmm. those, when those two numbers match up, then we'll be halfway through. Um... Until that happens. What episode number is going to drop? Do you know? 125. 125. That's a buck and a quarter. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> if episodes were pennies, then yes, we would have a buck and a quarter. There you episodes. go. If you people want to pay a penny per episode with the new Apple podcast subscription. I prefer to go with this future Spotify model. You know, it's such a because we would only get uh, like we wouldn't get anything. We would if we if we charged a dollar. I mean, a a penny an episode, and Apple took their thirty percent. We would only get like well, eighty. We can't charge a penny because the lowest you can charge it starts at forty nine cents per month. So that would be four episodes for forty nine cents. So we would end up. They would end up taking. They could uh, take 30, 15 cents. They take 30% the so first like year. 14 and a half cents or something. And then Spotify announced, oh, you know what? We're having subscriptions too, but we're not going to take any of your money. Well, then let's go to let's go exclusively on Spotify. <laughs> no, we're not charging anyone for anything because no one listens. No. And that would be silly. I mean, we could charge $1,000 a month. Oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> you want premium content? And, and okay. we have the same number of listeners. 
Oh, we like I said on on the tweets, we don't do it because we're a lucrative business. We do it because this is our date night. Uh, sure. And even after the pandemic, I'm still counting on recording on Friday nights so. and editing on Saturdays. I don't see how that would change. No. There's no reason for it to... There, I mean, there's no reason why it's it had to be Friday now anyways. It's just... Well, I like recording on Fridays because the work week is done. I can relax. Your I, work week is unsure. I mean, I choose to extend my work week. But tomorrow Saturday. I can sleep in a little bit, even though I don't like to sleep in it. I'm, I'm an early bird. I like to wake up in the mornings no matter what. I don't even know what we're talking about. Plants. <laughs> I bought lilacs today. A lilac bush. He bought a lilac bush. And it's, it's my favorite smell of and flower. So this is nice. I bought something called brass buttons. Which is a reference to the hobbit which in my head that's what i thought what there's a like a chapter in the hobbit called brass buttons what is, i don't remember that one or is a track on the soundtrack <laughs> anyway anyway we're <laughs> we are in new england in 1954 we are headed to a dark and stormy night why did oh I guess it, it does make sense for it to be in New England because they're all DC people. I forgot. I was like, why yes. did it have to be in New England? But yeah. I forgot the main <laughs> the main plot of the Yeah. Uh yeah. So tonight we are talking about the movie. Oh, we're not even there yet. Jeez. <clears throat> we're talking about Clue. Clue from nineteen eighty five. Based on the board game of the same name. Clue do. Clue do. What is it? Why is it Cluedo? I don't know. Cluedo. Cluedo doesn't make any sense either. So in the UK, for all you UK people, your board game Clue is called Cluedo. Cluedo? It's like the word Clue with do at the end, but it's pronounced Cluedo, and I don't know what that word means. Um, In the United States, where we are located... The board game is called Clue. Did you have uh, Did you have this game growing I up? I did not because... <gasps> you didn't? Oh. Mm, I don't think so. Oh, I thought everyone had... Like, this no, is a Monopoly. We had everyone Monop- had it. We had Monopoly. We had didn't Operation. Didn't win best board game on We Got This? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to uh, ask them the I don't remember. see them. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. I don't think it was... Because they had a whole Monopoly episode. I feel like Clue won. Clue Might have been Clue. Yeah, sure. So you didn't have this game growing up? You didn't play it? No, or... I don't think so. Can you not look at plants while we talk about that? I'm looking at the Cluedo. 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 Okay. Um, I had this game growing up. I know exactly what version I had. You say virgin? <laughs> virgin. Virgin. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I don't know. My, my water is so far away. I know exactly what version we had. What version did you have? This wasn't my favorite game, though. Like I've never played Clue. Really? So you didn't have the cards that you put in the little envelopes. What? Oh, okay. I can't even explain what it is to you. Oscars, the we board don't... game. <laughs> we <laughs> we don't own Clue now. I feel like there's a bunch of different 
like IP has Clue now. You know, like what's Marvel Clue? Oh, like they kind of went the Monopoly route, and okay, you know. Well, I mean that makes sense. You can only do Clue with so much IP, though. Like they Captain America do. killed Alfred Hitchcock presents Cluedo, the game. But you need the characters. So if you did like Marvel, well, then you, you would have all different Alfred Hitchcock characters. No one knows Alfred Hitchcock. I'm Anthony Perkins. Marvel. <laughs> Captain America killed. Scarlet Witch with the... With the Cyclops eye. With the shield. With the Thor hammer. the... Whatever. With Mjolnir in the Avengers Tower. <laughs> I feel like you could do... Harry Potter Clue would be kind of fun. But then you'd end up killing off beloved characters. Moaning Myrtle but, was killed. <laughs> but to have, you know, like Hogwarts as the... As the, the Clue Mansion... All right, so you never played, so you've never played Clue, so I can't ask you like who was your favorite character. Well, I have from, favorite characters from the game, sure, but but you never played the game. No, who's your favorite character from the game, not Mrs. the movie? Mrs. Peacock. From the game, I don't know. Scarlet. I always loved Miss Scarlet. I thought okay. she was the coolest chick in the world. My favorite character from this movie. Yeah, we were, I was going to ask you like. Mine is different from when I was a kid. It might actually be. I mean, it's hard to deny Mrs. White. I do want it to be Mrs. White. However, Mr. Green is. (gasps) I thought the same thing. Fun. That's what I thought last night, too. I'm like. Michael McKean, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought the same thing last night. I was watching and I was like, you know what? So when I was a kid, I mean, it was Miss Scarlet, it was Leslie Ann Warren. I loved her dress. I thought she was. She's very fun. I thought she was just like the coolest chick when I was younger. And it 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 gave me joy to know that. I know we already said we already told you, Leslie. Forty Ann years later, should be getting farted on by Dan and Dan. Forty years later, or thirty years later, about thirty years later. Thirty years later, she'll be getting farted. Probably on like by twenty years later, Dan Hedaya. Twenty years later makes more sense. Oh wait, this was eighty-five. Yeah, twenty years. Yeah, twenty years be, later. Sure. Wow, we can't. do Thirty that. years later, I'll be talking about it. Yeah. 35 years later. Shit. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, when I was a kid, I just <clears throat> thought she was the coolest. And then, like, when I was cooler, like, in my, you know, 20s, 30s, I was like, well, of course, it's Madeline Kahn. It's Mrs. White. But then last night watching it, I'm like, you know what? I just love Mr. Green. Michael McKean is... You know what? They're all... And I love Miss Peacock, too. I mean... Freaking fantastic. I, Eileen Brennan is... She's She died, didn't she? Yeah, I think I was trying to figure out how many people are no longer with us. Just two of them? Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn and Eileen Brennan? Maybe. Um, You can continue talking. Because I know Yvette is still alive. She's still doing stuff. Christopher Lloyd, Tim Curry. Kim, Tim Curry just had his 75th birthday mm-hmm, this week. Mm-hmm. He was trending on Twitter. I, I was mean, like, what? Leslie Ann Warren's still alive, of course. Well, I mean, not of course, but of course. Um, um, Michael McKean, he's still doing shit. Martin Mull is still around. <laughs> Martin Mull is very much still around. <laughs> Um, Mr. Body is still around. Leaving, which is weird. You would well, see that name, and you're like, is he like Vietnamese? Well, because Mr. Body is leaving. Yes, is that his real name? That's his real name. He's the he's the singer for Fear. Who's that? Well, it's a band. Fear. I know yeah. it's a movie with Reese Witherspoon and Mark Wahlberg, where he like punches his chest. Remember okay. to make it look bruised. No. And then he's like, "Your dad beat me up." No. You never saw Fear. Were you not a teenager in the mid '90s? Who was in it? Reese Witherspoon, Alyssa Milano. 
Mark Wahlberg. Mm, I'd have to see like poster or she like art like, or something. Oh my God. It's such a bad movie, but when you're, you know, 16 when it comes out, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm seeing this. I the Ferris wheel scene. Ferris wheel scene. The Ferris wheel scene with uh, the Sundays playing music overhead. Wild horses. What happens on the Ferris wheel? He fingers her. <laughs> <laughs> She's wearing a skirt. He's like the bad boy. Sure, sure. He's super bad. Like, yes, he should be, yes. Not yes. even like the the good bad boy, but just he's super bad. Like he kills people. But she doesn't know it. And her, her dad's mm. like, you can't see him. I don't think he's good for you. And she's like, you can't tell me what to do, dad. And then Mark Wahlberg, the scene where he's he's punching his own chest over and over until it bruises and then he tells Reese Witherspoon your dad beat me up anyway Alyssa Milano's in it as her best friend who tries to like talk some sense into her I don't know we saw it in the theater like opening night as you know as juniors in high school and we are just like this is the best movie <laughs> anyway I don't know how it's- oh fear the, the, the band I've never heard of them but cool yeah, Eileen Brennan died in 2013. Okay, so not um, that long ago. Madeline Kahn was in the... Madeline Kahn died in the early 90s? I want to say late Mid 90s. 90s. Late 90s. Like 99 or something. 99, yeah. Yeah. And then the cook died, Kelly Nakahara. Oh, she... Oh, really? Oh. She died last year. <gasps> oh. February. Oh. And then... Not of COVID. Sorry, I don't. That would suck. Everyone would have been. It's she would have, pretty, she would have been early. the first American for COVID then. Oh, it's pretty early, yeah. Um, and then beloved Bill Henderson. Oh, the the cop. The cop. Which we've he's, we've seen him. Yes, we have, and I can't remember why. Lethal Weapon Four, as the angry patient at the very end of the movie, when Joe Pesci takes his cup and smashes it because they got married in the hospital, sort of. Uh huh. Mazatov, and then he's like, "You son of a bitch." You know how long it took me to fill that damn thing all day? Is that the only thing we've seen him in? He's been in other He's stuff. a character He's in actor. City Slickers. He was in uh, Maverick, I oh. think. Okay. He was in... Uh, oh, I love Bill Henderson. He was in... Um, he's uncredited in this movie. I, I mean, think. he's a jazz singer. He, he was a jazz singer. Um, what else was he in? The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. Um, oh no, he was credited. I was. I'm thinking of the other guy who wasn't credited. Um, what are they? The, oh, the chief. The chief, yeah. Which we've seen him in stuff too. Oh, I feel like we've seen him in like horror type movies. I don't know. Um. So, Clue, 1985. Did you see this? No. As a kid. No. You never saw this movie. Like, when did you first see this movie? Right when you made me watch it at one time. Really? You like you didn't grow up with this movie? No. I totally thought you. Why would I watch a movie about a game I haven't played? <laughs> this was like a staple in my house. Like if they had Monopoly the movie, I'd probably have watched it. But no. This was a this was a a common rental. This was a common cable. It's on TV. See, but I didn't have cable growing up either. You did not have cable. Um. Okay, so this movie is totally like my there, childhood. There's a very slight possibility I would have seen it younger. I just don't remember. Like it came out when you were ten mm-hmm. in theaters. I you mean, probably didn't see it in the theater. I I would probably would have. It probably was played in my house at some point. You know, if my 
parents rented it for whatever reason. Because mm. my dad, my dad was a comedy. Well, rental I mean, guy. again, this wasn't a popular movie either. But, but I mean, I I have no recollection of this hmm. movie. That's interesting. Prior, so when I say as a kid, adult. like favorite characters as a kid, is not a thing with you. No. Wow. I, this took a turn. I didn't think we'd be I, on I, this. I mean, I knew of Clue just in the general ethos of the world. Hmm. Like I. I understood references to the game. Yeah, clue. sure. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's a murder mystery. Yeah, but I mean, mm-hmm. no, I never. I think I may have casually played it, like in college, that kind of thing, you know. But mm. I, I have no, no, like solid memories of ever playing Clue or watching it or watching it. Weird. Other than being an adult. Weird. And paying rent. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like you can just have completely different. Memories? <laughs> well, uh, seeing how we were two completely different people, yeah, it's that just, makes sense to me. I guess this is one of those movies I thought everyone grew up with, it, like Back to the Future. Like, everyone grew up with that. I didn't see that thousand dollars. Shut up. <laughs> this came out the same year, and it just was on repeat, yeah. just like Back to the Future. Because I was watching that one more. It was Maybe. a better movie. So this opened December 13th, 1985. That This feels like a good... December movie. Does it? It feels more like an October movie. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Spooky season. I mean, it doesn't feel like a... It's not, it's not a, a summer movie. It's not a Christmas movie. Did I say Christmas? Well. <laughs> I wonder if December 13th, 1985 was a Friday. That had been Friday the 13th. Probably was. Because movies didn't open on Wednesdays and Thursdays back in the day. You could just open up your calendar and go to the year 1985. You know how hard that is? I bet I can do it. Where's my calendar? There it is. Year. (laughs) Scroll. Oh, 1968. I went too fast. 1985. December 13th was a Friday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So this opened on Friday the 13th. Cool. Cool story. Uh, Directed by Jonathan Lynn. Do you know anything about Jonathan Lynn? L-Y-N-N? Two N's, yep. No, No E. Did I say E? No, in my head I was saying E though. Um, no, I, I know he. He's he also, also did a writer like, too. Um, he also directed like the whole Nine Yards, uh, a couple other like kind of mid-range comedy. Thing. The whole Nine Yards, the Bruce Willis. Yeah, right. Matthew Perry. Matthew Chandler, what's his name? Matthew yeah. Perry. Matthew Chandler. Ch- Matthew Chandler Bing Perry, yes. Actually, it's Chandler Matthew Bing. It's Dong. Miss Chandler Bong Bing Cherry Chandler. Cherry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jonathan Lynn, he collaborated um, with John Landis. Which, and it's funny because when I saw John Landis's name pop up, oh, this is a John Landis movie. It's not. It's not. Because no one got killed on the making of it. I know. It. Did we cancel John Landis? Have we talked about John Landis? He's a he's a, he's just an asshole. Do you know I get who I get him mixed who, up with? Who killed people? You know who I get him mixed up with? Uh, uh, Martin Landau. Joe Dante. Joe Dante speak. <laughs> who directed Gremlins? Joe Dante, I think. Right, you get him mixed up, don't you? I sure as hell do. Um. Yeah, John Landis is like, oh, he's like Animal House, Blues Brothers, American Werewolf in London, which is a good movie. Uh, Trading Places, Twilight Zone, the movie. Whoops. Yeah, Joe Dante is Gremlins. Yes. Oh, okay, good. 
Uh, Three Amigos. I mean, John Lennis has done a lot of The Burbs. Coming to America. Small Soldiers, Inner Space. Are you, who are you talking about? Joe Dante? Joe Dante. Oh, he did Inner Space? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. John Landis is not Joe Dante. We canceled John Landis. We have not canceled. I don't know. I hate to use that word. I'm sorry. I'm just saying because everyone else does. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything about John Landis. Did he do the Thriller video? Yeah. Okay. Only because of American Werewolf in London. I mean, John John Landis did the Twilight Zone movie. Yeah, I know. I just read that. Oh, I, didn't, I wasn't listening. I know you weren't. You're looking at your phone. Did John Landis do... Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. So, yeah, this is your basic murder mystery dinner party, who killed who, who done it type. It's a... And if... It's like it's a throwback to those old, yeah, to those... And when we say it's based on the board game, the board game is just you figure out who killed who with what. And that's what this movie is. That, now, you know, so the board game, does it kind of randomly generate uh, a who and a what and a where? Or does a, a person well, select? You have three cards in your little envelope. Mm-hmm. One is a person, one is a weapon, and one is a room. Mm-hmm. And that's your, I think they, God, it's been about 30 years since I've played it. Like, but is they there, have is to there fig- one? Is there one victim? In the game. Yes. Yeah, keep talking. Uh-huh. So how do you figure out... So who decides who is the victim? Um, is there like a dungeon master? <laughs> you know, like is there like a, a person controlling the game? I'm going to... I just Googled how do you play Clue. Oh, my God. Because it's been so long. It's been so long. Um. Do-do-do-do. Take the suspect token, place it on the assigned starting space. If there, so you, it comes with all these like six tokens mm-hmm. that are the people, the characters. Sure. If the fewer than six are playing, be sure to place the remaining tokens onto the appropriate names because they might be involved in the crime. Place each of the weapons in a random room. So, like, you put the pipe in the. Sure. Yeah, I get it. I'm talking to our listeners, not you, jackass. <laughs> Sort the cards by type into three groups. Suspects, rooms, weapons. Shuffle each group face down. Draw one card from each group. Slide them into the case file confidential envelope. Place it onto the X in the center of the so board. So not everyone gets an envelope. It's just there's one envelope. Yeah, there's one envelope. You said everyone gets an envelope. Well, I, of course, I didn't remember, which is okay. why I had to Google it. Okay. At least I got the envelope part right. <laughs> that goes in the middle of the I'm board. Glad. Shuffle the three piles of remaining cards together. Deal them face down. Um, and then the three players have to answer these three questions. Who killed him? Where? And with what weapon? Miss Scarlet opens the game. Always. She goes first. Ladies first. We say that in the movie. And then you go clockwise. On each turn, a player tries to reach a different room of the mansion to investigate. So you, mm-hmm. you roll, I guess, right? You roll the die. When you start your turn, you move your token by rolling the die. Or you can use a secret passage. Uh, so secret passages, secret fuck, mm-hmm. secret passages exist in the game. Yes, also? and they're yeah they connect to the same so rooms that's that why, they do in the movies. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. There was a lot of attention to detail in this movie that 
was nice. It feels like it. With all the rooms, all the weapons, mm-hmm. the passages. Like, I think I remember reading that the set of the movie is laid out the same way the board game is, the game board. If you think you've solved the crime by deduction, you can end your turn by making an accusation and name any three elements. You say, I accuse Mr. Green of committing the crime in the ballroom with the knife or whatever. Then you must secretly look at the cards to see if you're correct. If you're correct, you won the game. If not, then try again, I guess. Or you're out because you know you've seen Oh, so you take a shot and if you're right, then you win. If you're wrong, then you lose. You instantly lose. So you, yeah. you'll you have multiple losers up early on often, or potentially. Okay. Sounds like a blast. Anyway. Yes. So that's the game. I'm sure people are like, okay, we're done. <laughs> um, but let's talk about the movie. Let's talk about our characters and our cast. We It's a... Not very many people in this movie. It's just the same cast the whole time. And it's a... It's very... Um, it's a word? it's a very. I mean, it's your classic, you know, all a, in one night movie. Takes place the course of it's one all evening. in one location. Essentially, it's mm-hmm. one the house. house. Yep, you're in. I mean, it's the old spooky house kind of. It's 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 all the makings of a horror movie, horror movie, <laughs> horror movie, horror movie. It has all uh, the makings of a horror movie. It's a dark and stormy night. Mm-hmm. It's a creepy old mansion, and you can't get out of it. Yeah. And, and people are being and people killed. Keep, people keep dying. Yeah. So Tim Curry is Wadsworth, the butler who once worked for Mr. Body, who's the one who's gotten this whole dinner party together. Mm, no. And that's even oh, set he's up no, for yeah, He's also right. a guest. He's also a guest. Wadsworth he's, doesn't say who the host actually is. Yeah. I'm just reading his characters. I can't read it, though, because it just uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> He's revealed to be an unco- undercover FBI agent in the two in two of the endings. Yeah. And is actually Mr. Body in the third. That confuses people. Tim Curry is the butler. He's the run run in this whole show. Mm-hmm. He buttles. Yes. Is that an actual word? Yes. Because I think it's funny whenever he says it. Like, when I was a kid, I thought he was making a butler joke. I'm like, that's not a real word. It's funny. And I still laugh to this day. Because yeah. in my head, I'm like, that's not a real word. Butler's butthole. It's funny. Okay. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> uh, Eileen Brennan is Mrs. Peacock. She's the wife of a U.S. senator who was accused of taking bribes. Of course, we don't know who these people are. When they first start arriving, they're given fake names. And they can't tell anyone who they are, what they do, who they may be married to. It's very pulp all... fiction-y. Sure. Mr. I was saying Reservoir Dogs. I mean Reservoir Dogs. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's very Reservoir Doggy. Um, but it all kind of comes out throughout because the movie Because people that... are naturally curious and they're, we're all gossip Yeah, whores. and it turns out that they all have things in common. They're all connected to DC and the government, basically. And they're all being bribed. Yeah, I guess I guess that is the the overarching through yeah. line. Yeah. 
Madeline Kahn plays Mrs. White. She's the widow of a nuclear physicist who died under suspicious circumstances. Christopher Lloyd, Professor Plum. He's mm-hmm. a disgrace. He, oh my God, he is the worst. He's the best. He's a disgraced former psychiatrist working for the World Health Organization. He play he plays a wonderfully pervy old man. He works for you know who. Uh-huh. UNO. Uh-huh. Uh, Michael McKean as Mr. Green, a <gasps> State Department employee who is a closeted homosexual and an undercover FBI agent in one of the three endings. Mm-hmm. Um Martin Mole as Colonel Mustard, a war profiteer implied to be a client of Miss Scarlet's service. And what is her service? She runs a house of she's ill a, repute. She's a madam. She's Heidi Fleiss. I couldn't think of her name. Wow, I just thought of it right now. Leslie Ann Warren, Miss Scarlet. A sassy Washington, D.C. madam. And you know what? She's perfect for that role. Yeah. When I was a kid, I had no idea what her deal was. I didn't care. I'm like, I don't know what she does. I didn't really know what any one of the other crimes. I didn't know what any of them were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I just thought it was fun. Uh, Colleen Camp is Yvette, a busty maid who formerly worked as a call girl for Miss Scarlet and was recognized by Mrs. White as the mistress of one of her husbands. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember, they they looked at each other. Mm-hmm. Leaving mm-hmm. as Mr. Body, a man who has been blackmailing the six guests of Hill's Hill House, I can't talk, and Wadsworth's wife. He's revealed to be the true Mr. Body's butler in one of the three endings. If you've never seen this movie and you're confused about why I keep talking about endings, it's because there's three different endings for this movie. We'll talk about that. Bill Henderson is the cop. We talked about him. He's an un- unnamed police officer. Miss Scarlet has been bribing him, so he's kind of involved, too. Yeah, I mean, he comes at the, the last, like, 15 minutes of the Yeah. Movie. Jane Weedland as the singing telegram girl. I love Jane Weedland. Um, also a member of the Go-Go's. She's a former patient of Professor Plum, with whom he had an affair. Uh, Jeffrey Kramer as the motorist. It's also Colonel Mustard's former driver during the war, World War II. And uh, Kelly Nakahara as the cook, Mrs. Ho. She's the former cook of Mr. Body and Mrs. Peacock. This is one of my favorite recipes. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah. So we talked about, I was, uh, this is when I was going to ask you who your favorite character is. Because that's all you can really talk about. I, yeah. Miss. Uh, I mean, I, I do kind of go between Mrs. White and surprisingly mr green like i don't think i'd ever really been a fan of mr green well because he's the only one who's not awful like these people they're not supposed to be likable really i mean he their plays, characters are pretty he awful plays just a, a a jumpy everything scares them coward almost cowardly kind of i'm gonna get my tea hold on kind of just a, a dork i mean he's like not a cool guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. 
I like that your headphone cord is stretched to the max. Know, <laughs> You're like at the end of your end of your leash. <laughs> I had to put the honey in my tea, as per normal. But yeah, I mean, I, I but I, I mean, because I do like Michael McKean. He's very, he's always entertaining. Hmm. I mean, Laverne and Shirley. I mean. He looks so, if you would have told, because I watched Laverne and Shirley as a kid, reruns, but if you had told me that they were the same person, Lenny, I'd been like, Lenny and Squiggy? I'd be like, no, he's not. Because I think he's very handsome in this movie. Sure. Now I do as an old lady. Sure, sure. Probably not as a kid. But then I see him on Laverne and Shirley, I'm like, that's not the same guy, is it? And then the way, you know, I see him in like Spinal Tap, you're like, that's not the same guy. I mean, but yeah, he's... He's very. I just found him to be, like, so funny. He's in, super funny, and not an over-the-top way. Even, I mean, Madeline Kahn, who is a. Uh, Madel- I, Madeline <laughs> Kahn might be the, God, she might be the. She would definitely be the most fun to hang out with. I think. Well, she does so many things in this movie. If you just watch her character, even when she's not do she's not the main focus of the scene, if you just watch her reactions and her face expressions, like I, she's so <laughs> I feel like it's almost as if she was just bored out of her mind and was just doing shit to entertain herself. Like the, she does so many little things that just make me <laughs> laugh out loud, like the <laughs> <laughs> and the you know, and when she, I can't even describe what the funny things she does because they're not funny when I do them. <laughs> and of course, the story of her husband and his head was cut off in his, you know. You know. And of course, flames on the side of my face, which has become such an iconic scene that she completely ad-libbed and made up. I, it, I... That feels right. And just the way she doesn't even know what words she's saying. It's, oh my God, it's just amazing. <sighs> yeah. Um, hmm. What? Uh, I was talking about the cast. Well, I mean, okay. So when Tim Curry first shows up, when we first see Tim Curry, mm. he's confronted by these two German shepherds. That okay. are chained to the front of the house. Yeah. He throws them the biggest bones I've ever seen. Yeah, they're gross. Yeah. And then he it's a he does a not a weird thing, but it's a weird detail to show that he then shortens their chains. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know? Cause then that way they can't get closer to people approaching the front door. Uh-huh. I mean, and and it is. Story-wise, just so that they can get to the front door. Mm-hmm. But it's such an odd detail to put in. Because <laughs> it doesn't pay off, you know, ever. Like, they don't ever break the chain. Like, you would expect them, oh, they're, those dogs are going to come back somehow. Mm-hmm. They don't. But, I mean, I'm like, what an odd yeah, I don't know. detail to, to show. What do you think of Tim Curry? I fucking love in, Tim Curry. In general, this. yeah. He's one of those guys I feel like everyone kind of just loves. And it's so weird that this is his movie. Like, I mean, because he's essentially the he is the main character of mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah, 
He's like in every scene. He has probably the most dialogue, especially the one, at the end. He's the he's the one that the plot centers around. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, and he's, he, yeah, he, and he is, in fact, in every scene. He has a line in every scene. He, I mean, probably. He's except, yeah. I mean, when he's just, and he has so much to do. He's running. Around I mean, so when what, he runs back and oh my god. So this movie, like I said, has three different endings. And when this movie originally came out, um, you didn't know what ending you were going to see. The theaters had the different endings but only one ending played with each movie so you would the thing was they wanted people to go see this multiple times saying oh you might get a different ending this time but people didn't like that i mean because they're not gonna go work you're not gonna go pay to see another movie again you know back when movies were like three dollars and for a the chance to maybe have a different yeah no that's dumb it's like a blind box but like, oh, I might get this but, one, and then you end up getting the same one. Yeah, a blind got. box shouldn't take you two hours and, like, <laughs> you know, extra money to get through to the end. But, of course, the, um, when I remember when it's played on TV, they show all three. The As DVD, they should. You can have, there's an option on the DVD to have a surprise ending. Everyone just watches the three endings because of the little cards in between, it tells you. But what are these endings? So the first one, um, because the whole time they're trying to figure out who, because Mr. Body gets killed, the cook gets killed, and Yvette gets killed. The, dri- the, the driver. The stranded driver. And, then and the, the cop. cop. So, and they search the house. It's a big scene where they all spuff, split off into twos. They ser- search the house from top to bottom. and But they all, they're all, they all think that one of them is the killer. And one of them is because mm-hmm. a new person keeps getting killed. So... The first ending. It's um, Miss Scarlet, right? It's Miss Scarlet. Yeah. Um, so ending a Yvette murdered the cook. Because it, it all circles around to who has the gun last, yes. basically. And Miss Scarlet has the gun last. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second ending, Miss Keacock. Miss Keacock. <laughs> Miss Peacock is the killer. Mm-hmm. She did it to conceal... Her taking bribes and everything, she killed because they were whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then the third ending, which they consider to be the true ending of the movie, if you're going to watch all three. This is the true ending. And it's kind of a more classic ending for this type of story. Yes, it's more, it's sa- more it's of the satisfying. Butler, the butler and, did it ending. You know. Yeah, and I think it's the most satisfying of the three. Because, I mean, because this one, this the third ending, it's, Everyone is guilty, except for of something. Except for our our, our plant. Our plant. Are you, you guys, a cop? Thought you guys were called fruits. No, I'm a plant. I thought men like you were called fruit. The view of of the gay community in this movie, or just people thinking or no that he's a homosexual, and that being a crime. Hasn't really. For one thing. I mean, they'll look at him like he's disgusting. And he becomes, he's kind of a joke. None of the men want to sit it, next to him. It, I mean. It, it reads well for the time period that the movie's set in. And just based on how awful these characters are. In because 2021. That's if, how they would have acted in the 50s. Yeah. When this movie takes place. Yeah. When everyone's suspicious of people anyway. Because you're going to get blacklisted. You're going to be thrown in with communists. Mm-hmm. You're going to lose your job. 
Yeah, gonna... that's why he his story was that he couldn't tell anyone because he'll lose his job. Um, there have been rumors, or of t- there's been talk, and I guess it's a thing where there this movie is being remade. There's it is being it was supposed to get remade in 2020 or something. Or they're in production now, mm-hmm. or like pre-production or something. And a the cast will be more diverse, which is a good thing. That has to be. I mean, these are all white people. Mm-hmm. Mrs. White should be a black man. There, if <laughs> there is going to be, if there is going to be a quote unquote homosexual, he really will be, or she, and it won't be a big deal. I mean, it'll just be another character. It'll just be a character trait. Um, I mean, they'll. It's an easy, I think, an easy movie to update. I, I think you're not this... dependent on certain. And I feel like this movie would be, it won't get as much, oh, why are they remaking that? You know, that whole bullshit. Which again, I don't care if movies get rebooted. No, if you don't want to see it, don't see it. It doesn't make the other, it doesn't make your beloved original one disappear. If it did, yeah, then I'd understand. If they're like, you know, we're replacing this with this Like this is now the only Ghostbusters. I mean, it's kind of what George Lucas did. (laughs) This is the only Star Wars. Sorry, guys. Can't have your old one. That's the exception. Yeah, because it does, in fact, make the original one disappear. Yeah, which is that's the exception. Which is dumb. But what are we, we won't get into that. But I mean, so I mean, and Clue, I mean, being that it was such a a non-hit at the time anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, put a better one out then if you can. Yeah, I think they could make it really fun, especially when, you know, you have something like Knives would, Out. Would they make it grittier? I don't mean because the thing that made this my microphone's very far away. Would it would they make it grittier or the thing that made this movie fun was that it was PG and it there was no blood or mm-hmm. you know, you didn't see any of the killings. It wasn't like an actual horror movie and it was there a you comedy. do see some blood like on the on bodies like on Much on the Mr. Head. Body's head like its head is bleeding a little bit the the driver's the, head the cook has a knife in her back <laughs> um. Oh god! But really, they could still make this. They could make this just still a pure comedy and not have to make it scary. I mean, if they want to do a horror movie, it would have to be really different. Would that be more fun if they made it like a, like almost like a, a realistic? No, I don't think it'd be fun at all because it's based on a board game still, which is fun. Yeah, not... make it scary. Who I mean... would you cast? The first person I thought of was Chris Evans, Mr. Green. Mostly because they have kind of the same hair. Michael McKean would be Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Not Chris Evans? Oh. I said Mr. Green. Oh, Chris Evans says Mr. Green. Really? Yeah. Oh. Weird. I could see Nathan Fillion as Colonel Mustard. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Who would be like... I, if, you know who Mr. The, Body... Ving Rhames go from Lee Ving Rhames to Ving Rhames. If you're gonna play Mr. Body, your name has to be Ving in some way. God, who would? I don't know. I would have to like think about it. I have to. I would have to look at people who are like popular right now, like current actors and. But would you want big names? Were were all of these people big just, names then? Like, was this like a like a, a stacked cast? I mean. I don't know. I have no idea. Tim Curry was hot off of Rocky Horror. 
Well, maybe not right off, but I mean, this was the same year as Legend. Fucking the unicorn movie. Yeah, he's in Legend. He's the devil. Tom Cruise. He's the like the devil guy. Tom Cruise unicorn. The devil sorcerer. Yeah, the Tom Cruise where he won't. Never saw it. He won't talk. Oh my god. And Mia Sarah. Oh, she's so beautiful. Oh, I love Mia Sarah. She's so pretty in that movie. She's always. Tom Cruise is pretty. He won't talk about it though because he wore tights. You see his bulge. Well, he's wearing like a... Do you a, see his summer sausage? Do you see his we've Jimmy We've talked Dean? about... I think we talked about this on the Ferris Bueller's episode, but it's the one movie he will not talk about. He pretends it doesn't exist. That does sound familiar, yeah. I bet Tim Curry would talk about it, though. I've heard Tim Curry loves this movie. This is his favorite one, he said. Oh, that's so sweet. That is kind of fun. Because I was thinking that last night, and I'm like, he's having a blast right now. Though, I mean, doing the endings. How is he doing? I don't know. He celebrated a birthday. He's still around. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, I know he's still in a wheelchair. Yeah, that's so sad. That's his. I don't. I wonder. I don't know if he has any kind of uh, mobility walk wise. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, or if, or if he's strictly bound to a wheelchair, or is it just out of like just ease? You know, is it just easier for him to get around in a wheelchair? Like, I wonder if he has any leg mobility. I'm, I'm curious, but I mean. He, the fact that he's still around is is good enough for me. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I adore Tim Curry. You know who I'm picturing as Miss Scarlet? It's like like a like a Beyonce. She's too big. She's way too big. But someone um, like that who's just like queen. Ooh, what's that Taraji? Taraji um, Henderson. Yeah. Taraji P. Henderson or Zazie Beats. Or Tessa Thompson. <laughs> Ooh. Zazie Beats was in Joker, right? Was she? Yeah, right. Isn't she the girl that he likes? I don't know. I never saw Joker. I thought you did. No. I was, you didn't? I saw like the last half. Oh. I saw Robert De Niro get shot. When you said that, I was thinking this was real news. I was like, he what? <laughs> My head just went away for a second. Zazie Beats is in Deadpool too. Yeah. I think she's the... Doesn't matter. Uh, uh, I yeah. love Zazie Beats. Who um, would be a good Mrs. White? That's so hard. Uh, she Aquafina. <laughs> I'm picturing someone... Um, mm. Asian in that role. Does that sound bad? Well, it's not like her name is Mrs. Yellow. I know. But I'm like someone who's funny. I mean, um, I, I oh. say Aquafina because she's hot right now. Constance Wu. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. She's perfect as Mrs. White because she's kind of snooty. <laughs> oh my God. I want Constance Wu as and Mrs. Then who, White. Oh, then we need Professor Plum. And of course, when I think of Constance Professor Wu, Plum, should be played by Christopher Lloyd, <laughs> and he's still a creeper. He's a delightful pervy it's so funny man because he's he looks so young in this movie, and then you think, wait, this is the same year as Back to the Future, and he looks he like is he is the whitest. His hair is whiter than God. He looks like he's like two hundred years old in Back to the Future, and then he's like forty in this movie. <laughs> Dude looks like the wind. Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh, and then who else would we need? Oh. I mean, that's that, is that it for all the the main cast? Who right? I'm 
Who would be um the but the bottle? <laughs> who would be Tim Curry? What do you want? Like a British guy? Well, yeah. Uh, John Cleese. Too old. It should be old. But Tim Curry's not old. I know. Make change it up. Don't I want be the guy from Bridgerton. Who the fuck is the guy from Br- the Duke? What the fuck is Bridgerton? Shut up. <laughs> is that a cartoon? The Duke. Is it animated? It's animated, right? Shut up. Yeah. All those sex scenes, all animated. There's animated sex scenes? Shut up. Isn't, is that the one where what she talks to animals? No. What are you talking about? Oh. Bridgerton, the Regency romance. I don't know what those words are <laughs> together, I mean. You know, I listened to that podcast with Tom Length and Length. Tom <laughs> <laughs> and Felicia Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know, but isn't there talking animals or something in Bridgerton? No. Oh, is that that other Jane Austen show? Or There's whatever? no talking animals. What was that one where she imagines animals? Wonder Falls? What? Wonder Falls? I don't, I don't know. What no, there was about. a period piece show. Anyway, this is who I think the, the butler should be. Okay. Reggae. What, what's that one? He's a French guy. It was like a wasn't like a wasn't like Jean a Page. Jane Austen type show recently. I don't know. I think you're insane. No, I need answer. I don't think you know what you're talking about. What was that other show you were watching? Besides Bridgerton? Yeah. The Queen's Gambit? Nope. Those are the two Is I watched. Bridgerton. Is there like a girl who's courting suitors? Mm, well, that's what happens in Regency times. You coming out and I thought there was a show where she imagined there's, like there's animals no. or something, and they talk, and there's little animated sequences. <laughs> I don't know what that would be. It sure <laughs> as hell not Bridgerton. Okay, oh. there's not some wallab wallaby show. Walla- Dickinson. Dickens. That's what I'm. <laughs> oh. Jane Austen Dickinson. <laughs> Is there animated animals in that show? There's a bee. Is that is a bee an animal? Does no, it talk? It's not animated. Does it talk? Yes, it's Jason Manzukas. So I, how was that such a stretch? From what I was saying? thinking of animated talking fucking animals. Because <laughs> it's one bee that signifies which is a fucking animal. It's a and it talks. It signifies death, and it's a not even a funny scene. It's, a very dark scene anyway so why is the fucking be talking then <sighs> because her how friend, is it even talking if it was not animated because she emily dixon had dickinson had a very Jane strange Austen? mind anyway if anyone should watch any show from 2020 or 2019 watch dickinson because it was the best show i watched all year that's all if i'm glad have... we got to dickinson <laughs> because i wanted reggae reggae jean Page. I don't know if that's how you say his last name. I wish it had a pronunciation. Um, what were we talking about? Who would we recast? And then, I mean, Miss Peacock. Who would be Mrs. Peacock? We didn't. We didn't already answer that one. No. Hmm. Um. Would you want to keep her like an older? She would. Yeah. She would have lady because be. she's a senator's wife and she's been around. Um. For... Um. Jill <laughs> Biden. Oh my God. <laughs> Helen Mirren. But British, though? No, she, yeah, she's, she's got to be Washington. 
they all have to be American, I guess. Um, since they're all, I guess, I mean, they don't have to be, but, uh, I mean, Meryl Streep would be way too big. Glenn Close. Candace Bergen. Oh my God. I love Candace Bergen. But she needs to, but I mean, Eileen Brennan is so like flamboyant and like dramatic and Candace Bergen's so like to the point. Margot Martindale. They were just talking about her on Screen Drops. From Magic. Yeah, because she's... She's in that shanty movie. movie. The sea shanty. Bring, blow the man down. (laughs) Is that what he's called? I think so. They were talking about that movie and they said Annette O'Toole. And I was immediately whooshed into... Peter O'Toole? Middle school Diane. What? Annette O'Toole was in It, the TV movie with Mm. Tim Curry as Pennywise. Okay. Never saw that either. Bringing it... You never saw It? I saw it. ABC. Yeah, everybody saw it. It was Did you record it on videotape? I we probably did. Kelly, my friend Kelly, recorded on videotape. Maybe, maybe we did. Jonathan Brandis, and Ed O'Toole as an older version. Mm, Okay, I don't know who Annette O'Toole is. Uh, I always thought she was pretty when I was younger. Haven't seen her in so long. You think she's ugly as hell or something? I don't know. I hope I'm thinking of the right person. She was in it. Is she even related to Peter O'Toole? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I know Annette O'Toole. Let me see her. Sure, sure, sure. Can I see her? You know who she's she was she's married Ooh, to? Who's she married to? Tim. In Cur- 1999, she got married to oh, uh-huh. Michael McKean. Oh my God. <laughs> Bringing it all full circle. Yes, that's her. I thought she was. She's so pretty. very pretty. I she's, thought she yeah, was yeah, yeah. so pretty. Anyway. Oh my God! Look at them; they're a handsome couple. Look at that! See, and look, she's Michael, wearing green. <laughs> she's Miss Scarlet. So the thing with their names, um, the name is the color of the car they arrive in. Well, sure. according to the wiki page, well, I mean, their their name is from the game, straight from. The I know, game. but they made it so their cars instead like, of being dressed in those colors. Yeah, which would be obvious. They're... So Miss Scarlet's car that breaks down, actually, is red. Professor mm-hmm. Plum's car is kind of a plumish, sure. reddish. It's a purpley. Dark purple. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and so on. I don't have to tell you what color is there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Peacocks is blue because peacocks, male peacocks, I think, have blue feathers. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that's what I read. Um. Oh, yeah. So we were talking about the final ending uh, where... Wadsworth um, reveals that he's the one who shot everyone. He shot the singing telegram. He's the real Mr. Body. The person Mr. Plum killed was actually Mr. Body's butler. Um, And he he tells everyone, I'm going to continue blackmailing you. You're all screwed. Until Mr. Green then draws his own revolver, kills Wadsworth. Wadsworth reveals himself to be an undercover FBI agent. And revealing his earlier admittance as a homosexual to be a ruse in order to get close to the real Mr. Body. I'm going to go home and, and sleep, sleep with, with my wife. Okay. Um, yeah, so 
I I quizzed you on this last night. I'm going to quiz you again. Who was originally contracted to play Miss Scarlet? Oh, yeah. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher, but withdrew to enter treatment for drug and alcohol addiction. Can you imagine Carrie Fisher? No. 1985. No, I think. You know, two years after Jedi. How how was her age compared to Leslie and Younger. Had to have been younger. Right. I feel like she'd be too young for that role. Yeah, I, I don't. Because I, huh. I, I, I mean, Leslie Ann Warren, she actually could be older for that role too. Because she's I a madam, of, yeah. You know, she's in charge of people, and she would almost you would almost want her to be more more matronly, almost kind of like a kind of like an old pro. She was born in forty six. Leslie Ann Warren, yeah, and Fisher was born in the fifties, right? I believe. So. Why not? We just checked her when we did. Well, because she did, she was sixty-seven when she died. Sixty-five, sixty-seven. Leslie Ann Warren is seventy-four right now. So yeah, she's older than her by a, a good maybe five, at least five years, at least five years. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see uh, her nope. in Cinderella? No. What? What Cinderella? In nineteen sixty-five. What Cinderella is that? Roger and Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella with Leslie and Warren. No. It's possible for a plain yellow pumpkin to become a I, golden carriage. I, I bet you I've I I oh, where's my mic? I bet you I've only seen Leslie and Warren in like three movies. This one? What else? I don't know. I can't think of another one. I know I saw her in that TV movie with the Texas cheerleading murdering mom. Mm-hmm, 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 Texas cheerleader. What, is it, what was the full title? The true story of the alleged Texas cheerleader murdering willing mom. Willing to, oh no, willing to kill the Texas cheerleader story. Oh. Was there two? Yeah. There was two. So she was in the boring one. It's like but the, I totally watched one it. One is like that really long time, like the, the yeah. absolutely true story was of the Holly alleged. Was Holly Hunter in that or something? Maybe, sure. I don't know. I don't <laughs> fucking know. Uh, yeah, Carrie Fisher as Miss Scarlet. I guess she tried to come to a deal with them. Like, like she'll do rehab at the same time, but they're like, no. They said, no, you can't. Sorry. And yeah, she agreed Leslie to Ann Warren kind of like work for a little or something. Yeah. Leslie Ann Warren was like married to the producer. So was she already married? I know she's. A- I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So to um the in- all the interior sets and design. They used authentic 18th and 19th century furnishings that they rented from like private collectors, including the estate of Theodore Roosevelt. Cool. So stuff in that room in that house belonged to one of the presidents. Okay. And after they finished filming, the set was bought by the producers of Dynasty. Oh, they, for the um the the Carlton. That? Yeah. The Hotel Carlton. Yeah, yeah. Um, the ballroom, as well as the driveway gate exteriors, were filmed on location at the Max Bush House, a mansion located in South Pasadena, California. Um, unfortunately, the site was destroyed in a fire on October 5th, 2005, three days after our wedding. <laughs> we, we didn't do it. We did not do it. 
We weren't living in Pasadena anymore at that time either, huh? Nope. We were in... Gardena. Gardena. Um, the house in the movie is named Hill House after producer Deborah Hill. You know Deborah Hill, right? <clears throat> I know that name. Most movie people know Deborah Hill. She you know, kind of produced everything. Yeah, she was, you know, John Carpenter's partner. They produced Halloween and a bunch of stuff after that. That was their first thing they did. Um, And they it could be some unintended similarity to The Haunting of Hill House, which, you know, also in New England. And the house on Haunted Hill. <laughs> that hill is haunted, not the <laughs> house, though. So, still a hill and a house. Um, so, like we were saying before, their attention to detail. The secret passages in the movie lead to the same rooms they do on the board game. The kitchen leads to the study and the conservatory leads, leads to the lounge. Um, differences in two weapons in this movie include the revolver. Um, in the board game, it's a paper box. Pepper I mean, box, probably. I'm sorry. A pepper box revolver. Mm-hmm. And then in the movie, it's a thirty-eight caliber revolver to make sense with the time period, mm-hmm. the 1954 time period. And then the lead pipe in the game is bent. Mm-hmm. Like it was, like it actually hit something. Now, okay. And in the movie, it's straight. In the, okay, the, the, the game, the bent pipe in the game, is it meant to be like it was accidentally bent or not, and not a... A U-bent, a U-bent pipe. It was like, like it looked like, like it had it, been hit, hit something. So yes. then it bent. Yes. Okay, because I, in my mind, I'm thinking of a bent pipe, like a like a a pea trap. You know, it's like a uh-huh. a candy cane. Uh huh. No. Okay. It was like a straight pipe that looked like it had been hit a little, or something. A little cockeyed all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh. It was like a. Like okay. boomerang shaped over it, almost. Okay, so no, obviously not an intentional bend. No. Like that wasn't put there deliberate. Okay. I've always assumed it was like a candy cane shape in the no. game. No. Oh, no. Okay. Um, Seems like it would make more sense, but. So can you name all the murders in the movie and with what? Mr. Body. And, and where? You got to tell me all three. Um, who, what, and where? Mr. Body was killed in the bathroom. Because he's not dead in the in the lounge. No. Was it the bathroom? Because he comes out of, because uh, what's-her-name goes to the bathroom and then he falls out of it onto her. Because he's already dead when we see him the second time. He's all... He's been bludgeoned with like a candle. The, okay, stick, right? to make this go faster, it says Mr. Body in the hall. Didn't they? Was he killed in the hall oh, and then they put him in the bathroom? I think he was put, yeah, I think yeah. he was put in the With yeah, the right. candlestick. Candlestick. Yep, okay. And then the next one is, uh, 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 is it a I vet? Mean, you don't have to get these in order because oh. you're not, you're already not. Well, the vet. Okay. With the rope in the billiard room. Yep. The driver in the study. There's no study. Oh, what the fuck the is lounge. that? Lounge. Oh, that's the lounge. Uh-huh. What fucking room are they? Did they stash the bodies in? You know, like 
Where they're all hanging out, where oh, they're getting drinks. Um, is that the library? Oh, that's the study. That's the study. That's what I thought. Okay. No, that's the, yeah. Go on. So the driver is in the ballroom? No, the lounge. That's the lounge. Yeah. Okay. With- He's killed. Oh, fuck. Is he? Is he killed with a knife? Is he shot? Fuck, I don't know. The wrench. Oh. Over the head with the wrench. Oh. Okay. And then the cop is killed mm-hmm. with. Uh, oh, and the cook is killed with a knife in the kitchen. Yep. And then the cop is killed with. Oh, I can see the thing creeping into frame mm. from the side of the. <laughs> oh, what is it? Um, what's left? There's a candlestick. Mm-hmm. Pipe. Do you haven't said? Oh, that. pipe. Yeah, the that's pipe. right. Yeah, he, and then there's one more. And then and then Jane, poor Jane Wheeler, poor Jane. shot. That's with, us in the hall too. I guess the the front entryway is. Yeah, I guess it's all with the revolver. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do so. Neither so Jean. All the oh. weapons get used. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who kills a vet? I forget. Officially, like in the Is third. Mrs. White? Right? Mrs. White strangles her? Oh, does she? Yeah. The rope? Mrs. White, she's because the one who gets the rope at the, the beginning. The voice. No, Don't Mrs. Kill. White. Oh, Mrs. White. Madeline Kahn. That's right. I'm thinking of Miss yeah. Scarlet. Mrs. White. So. Yeah, Mrs. White strangled a vet out of jealousy and hatred. Yes, I did it. I killed a vet. I hated her so much it it the it flame flames flames on the side of my face breathing breath heaving breaths that is gold the when a vet is talking to someone that we don't see mm-hmm. that's then supposed to be mrs white yeah doing a voice i yeah, guess yeah yeah i don't know she's like did anyone see well vet doesn't have a french accent anymore either so. well i know but that i mean yeah so i mean is Mrs. It's White's... just supposed to be a ruse. I, I mean, know. it's... Is Mrs. White's... Is she doing a uh, a Theranos? <laughs> is she doing a Elizabeth <laughs> oh, Holmes? Oh. Have you heard her voice? Have you heard her speak? Yes. I don't remember what it sounded like, but when, I, when all that um, first... Yeah, this is Elizabeth yeah. Holmes from... Yeah. But then she has a regular voice. Yeah, gosh, she's such a... She's, she's a psychopath. Yeah, I want to watch that. And she Still. got knocked up so she would avoid jail time. She's pregnant now. Are you kidding? She's pregnant. Okay. Um, both Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert did not like this movie. Uh, and they're both also dead. <laughs> okay. Siskel particularly criticized the decision to release the film to theaters with three separate endings. Called, I agree with that. Called it a gimmick. I agree with they that. It would distract audiences from the rest of the film. Saying that Clue is a movie that needs three different middles. Rather than three different endings. I also agree with that. Okay. But I mean, doing the three endings the way they do, does it rejiggers the middles without actually changing the middles? Like it yeah. then alters the reality of what mm-hmm. happened. Sure, yeah. It, it Kaiser Soze's the middle of the movies. Bring it all back. And then Roger Ebert gave it two out of four. Uh, said it has a, a promising cast, 
Makes it sound like they didn't exist. Did they? Were they all nobodies? At no, the... Madeline Kahn had done stuff. Eileen Brennan had done stuff. Okay. I mean, obviously, Tim Curry had done a big thing. Um, but the screenplay, the film screenplay is so very, very thin that the actors spend most of their time looking frustrated as if they'd just been cut off right before they were about to say something interesting. Is that a slam on John Landis? Yeah, I mean, screenplay, <laughs> sure. I mean, I don't know. What do you think of Rotten Tomatoes was? So this was never re-released. Mm-mm. So the Rotten Tomatoes would all be of the time. At the time, yeah. 52. No. 43. Mm, 65. Okay. A little, little, you know, over 50%. So still three times better than Practical Magic, Mm. starring Margot Martindale. Hmm. Oh, my God. My tea is going down so... Okay. Um... Yeah, so no one really thought it was great. It has obviously developed a following since then. Well, because like I told you, I was looking for clips, and I haven't pulled any, haven't pulled any clips yet. Mm-hmm. But I did see lots of reaction videos of young millennials watching it for the first time. Yeah, and all of them fucking love it. They're like, yeah. this is amazing writing, and and I'm it it genuinely almost warmed my heart. Oh, that's nice. It came very because you don't, yeah, you never know what they're gonna think of something. Empathy, hurt. I mean, you never know what the younger generation I was charmed will think. By the, I know, I'm speaking. It. You never and know so, what the, <laughs> they're gonna think. So, the reaction video, <laughs> yeah, I, I was delighted. Uh huh, awesome, cool. I just got really comfortable. I leaned back on my giant pillow. On your squishmallow. Mm, yeah. What's his name again? Winston. Winston. So the budget for this movie was... $11. 15 million. Okay. And what do you think the box office was? 23. No. Four. No. 14.6. They, I mean, you could say they broke even. They didn't even, but they were just short of 15. You, you don't want to, and you also don't want to ever just break even, do you? So, I mean, oh, no, you don't. Uh, Which, you know. That's that's too bad. The, 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 the endings gimmick didn't work for them. Why did they Word think of that mouth would be a good idea? Because, you know. What should have happened then? What they should do is, hey, go see this movie. You'll get a, a random ending. You'll get a voucher to go see it again for free. Yeah, I don't. Because I mean, you're not gonna want to pay full price for a movie you already are kind of. I mean, yeah. If you didn't on. like super love it, then you're like, not that it's a long movie. I mean, I think it's still like under two hours, but. Um. Because there's even within the past, I think it was within the past 10 years. Sure. With, yeah. Or definitely within the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. There was a thing where you, audiences could in real time choose like your own adventure during the movie. Mm, and yeah. the audience could collectively vote on like a choice of like A or B within the movie. And it would also affect the ending. And obviously, that has not taken off because no. we don't do that. We don't like gimmicks. So, I mean, 
I the most gimmicky thing that is still only mildly well received is 3D. <sighs> and and that's gotten dramatic dramatically. <laughs> dramatically. Ooh. It's gotten New dramatically word. better uh-huh. and yet people across the board in general do not like it. No. It has its, some, its fans. It has some fans. Peter uh, James Cameron is one of them. Oh gee, I think. But were you gonna say Peter Jackson? Yeah, because of because of that the panel we were at. Oh, Tintin. Talk, talk about the future of of cinema and how. Oh, yeah. James Cameron thinks it's 3D. Yeah, that was. And in Peter Jackson is like it's gonna be performance capture. Okay, who was right? And actually, it was Peter Jackson who was calling it motion ca- mocap. And James Cameron was like, I prefer to think of it as performance oh, capture. Well, because... But the th- future of cinema is going to be 3D, and it's so far has not shown up yet. It it peaked for a millisecond, and then has ebbed since. I'm glad I never th- even considered buying a 3D TV. Nope. Nor did I ever consider buying a 3D DVD player, because you still need one of those. Hell No. And then you would also need the 3D glasses, glasses to go with your 3D TV. Which I think, don't they come with the TV? One, usually one pair does. If it was Apple, it'd be like, oh, you, then you buy these separately. <laughs> no, if it was Apple, it'd be like, you have to buy each lens separately. And you you want to buy char- a left lens? Sure. You need to charge those? You're going to have to buy this charger. And oh, this cable only works with this. <laughs> um, For one year. And then we're going to change all of it. Apple, the old ones won't work. Apple, I love you, but I also hate you. Um, Hey, purple iPhone. Looks fun. Not going to buy it. Um, Any scenes that you love in this movie that you're like, oh, yeah. Like if you were flipping through the channels one rainy afternoon and you're like, oh, God, this scene. And you just end up watching it because it's a certain scene. And then you end up watching the whole movie because why not? Um, Does Yvette's boobs count as a scene? No. (sighs) The... Christopher Lloyd and Yvette's boobs. My God, he's so <laughs> it's, gross. I, you know what? Everyone and Yvette's boobs is fucking pretty funny. Miss, Mrs. Peacock. Mrs. When she, she's so disgusted she's by like, her boobs. Well, and there's that one scene where I think she's oh. getting drinks. She's getting handed the champagne and she just straight up is like looking into the Grand she's Canyon like, of Yvette's bosom. I mean, the, even Jonathan Lynn has said she, she was, was hired, hired for her because of her boobs. appearance. Yeah, he's like you just can't avoid it. Yeah, and just the outfit that she's wearing—they're very accentuated because she's wearing the ridiculous, like classic French maid outfit with they're they're pushed up so high. Yeah, she's very pretty, but if this when this gets updated, I don't think they would make Professor Plum that pervy a pedophile. Well, he's not a pedophile. Well, is Jane Whelan looks like a kid. J- okay, Jane Whelan is goddamn adorable. She's like two feet tall. I've always Da-da-da-da-da-da. had a mega crush on Jane Whelan. Which is so funny because Belinda Carlisle is obviously the gorgeous one of the group. I don't ever... I thought Belinda I've Carlisle was so I've never gone for the pretty. gorgeous one. I've always gone for the cute one. I know. And Jane Whedon Apparently like I a, go for the Miss Scarlet's and the and the Belinda Carlisles. I, I don't mean, know. Jane Whedon is a little pixie. She, she is will, a pixie. And she will forever be a little pixie. Was she the drummer? Of the Go-Go's, yes. Yeah. God, that's so funny. How could she see over the She symbols? couldn't. She needed to sit on a phone book. I think so. 
Favorite scene. I mean, obviously, flames. Flames. Um. A lot of. You know what? Martin Mull was making me laugh more often than I, than I expected to. <laughs> he's like I hate him so much. Oh, he's he I'm might like, be the most shut unlikable. The fuck up. Him and Mr. Plum. Professor Plum. Maybe. I I mean, there's something grossly charming about a dirty old man. I think knowing that it's played for comedy makes it okay. If he was like a legit, like, if this is like a drama and he's like a dirty old man, then it would be very gross and uncomfortable. But the fact that it's comedic... Definitely takes the teeth out of it, mm-hmm. you know, because then it, be, it does become over the top. Yeah. What else? What is Martin Mall in? I get a mix up with the guy from Night Court based on the name. Richard Mole. Yes, I thought they were the same name. They are not remotely I know. the same. Name. I know they're not the same person, but when I saw the name, I'm like, oh, like the guy from Night Court. Isn't wasn't Martin Mall? Oh, I'm thinking of Leonard Martin. See, you get it mixed up. Leonard, I'm thinking, of, and I'm thinking of not even Leonard Martin. I'm thinking of Leonard Leonard Malton. Malton, <laughs> the movie critic. I, yeah. bet he, I bet he liked this movie. Um, I like. Oh, for some reason, I've always liked the scene where they get their presents. They get their weapons. Oh, I did mention that I did like the fact that the bow is actually around the entire box, like they had to, rather than. Just around the yeah, lid you don't where like it when they pops just, off. Yeah. That's definitely a, a 2000s invention. I like when they have to draw matches. <laughs> I don't know why. The, the drawing matches scene is is pretty entertaining. They, because it, no one likes who they end up with. And, it, it, and just the looks they give each other. It like, almost oh. looks like it's act, they're actually trying to match up the matches because they're bumping into each other. Just kind of like and they hold them up. And they're so mad at who they get stuck with. <laughs> um, and I like when they have to search the house. I mean, it's kind of like the scary part of the movie. Sure. Yeah, you yeah. know? And it's some of it's so ridiculous, like Mr. Green and Yvette walking up the stairs. So Martin Well has 139 acting credits. Okay. I can't even get through all of them. Okay. Starting in 1977. Well, there you go. Good freaking grief. That was only eight years before this movie, though, so. You make it sound like he's been acting since the 18th century. I'm just trying to get down to the bottom. Get down. So Um, he was in Mr. Mom that I've seen. Oh, I never saw that. I mean, he's mostly, I think he's mostly TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. lots and lots of TV. Ski mm-hmm. Patrol. I don't know what that is. Oh, you never like Ski Patrol? Uh, nope. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to say about Clue? What was the tagline? It's not just a game anymore. Good tagline. Good. I like it. Yeah. It actually That's it makes sense. That's actually really good. It's to the point, and you're... Everyone knows the game, but it's like, ooh, it's not just a game. 
excuse me. I totally, <laughs> I totally forced that one out. Uh, beep, beep. Um, yeah. Do you think this movie is it as funny as you remember? Is oh, yeah. it like oh, for sure. It used to be funnier. Well, or seeing as how I've only I only saw it like fifteen years ago. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. For the first time. So, I mean, you know, watching as a kid, I a lot of the stuff went over my head. I was there for the running around and the the spooky, you know, like so a lot of the jokes I didn't get. You know, I didn't really understand what their occupations were because I was awfully young when mm-hmm. I would watch this. First, the older I got and I would watch it, be like, oh, that's what. Okay, they're getting bright. Okay, now I get why they're. <laughs> so it's like a learning curve when you watch something as a kid. Can we watch it now? Things make more sense. Things are funnier now because I get it. I appreciate the comedic mm-hmm, antics mm-hmm. more now. Um, and I just want to see Constance Wu as Mrs. White. It would be fun to to watch. Hopefully, it would be cool if we got Knives Out after this because they do make the clue reference in Knives Out. Yeah, there's definitely a definite uh, through line. Look at him. He lives in a clue board. Yeah. But, uh, that's a, I mean, that's another, I mean, that one is, is clue times 10 in terms of quality. That actually feels like a real life clue. Well, yeah, there's more stakes in that one. A lot more stakes. Like if, like if you actually went into the world of clue rather than just like, cause like this movie, it's almost as if you're just watching the game being played mm-hmm. like Tron style, like also yeah. you're the game. Whereas Knives Out feels like how a real life clue would play out. Mm. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a... Because easy... this, feel, this feels very Wreck-It Ralph where you're, you're in the game. Oh, yeah. yeah you get, sure. you get sure. interspaced into the game. Ooh, interspace. Speaking of... John Landis. Jo- Joe Dante. Joe Dante. <laughs> Shit. See? You get him mixed up Now too. I do because you do it. Okay, you do it. Let's get to. Um, the... yeah, I don't have anything else to say. No, me neither. Me neither. I'm done. I'm... Clue is is fun. Go watch it. I gotta go tend to plants. It's eight thirty. Bring... I gotta bring them inside. It's gonna get cold tonight. I'm not supposed to snow this weekend, guys. It's, it's dumb. This state is stupid. It's almost May. This is a dumb <sighs> state. Okay, one eighty one. You do it. No. Hey Google, pick a number from one to one hundred eighty one. 19. 19. She seemed bitchy to me. She she usually says, here's a random number. 19, huh? Oh, my God. We did, we talked about this movie last week. And you're like, what's that? Never heard of that. I, see, I've already forgotten because I doesn't exist. What? <laughs> From the year 2000. From the year 2000. Starring Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth. Oh, fuck. That one? That- and Ben Affleck. Wait, what? Bounce. The fuck is bounce? <laughs> I explained <think> <laughs> to you what it The plane. No, I still do not. <sighs> I don't know what bounce. I bought it because of the... I was... I, I bet I, I know what the poster... It's the, the two of them. The poster. It's not a good poster. It's their faces. No, I know, but I mean, I bet... I will have instant recall. And it's it's not a great movie that I remember. I only put bounce into Google. 
What is it? What is it going to give me? Party rentals. (laughs) No. God. I should put film. I mean, this came out so close to after Mr. Ripley. I was like, I gotta ah, get, yes, I, I gotta get everything this. that Gwyneth Paltrow said. I do recognize that dumb poster. Yeah, this is when they were dating, obviously. Ben and Gwyneth. Gwyneth. Mm. <laughs> is that what people called him? An advertising executive falls uh-huh. in love with a young widow. He writes copy on but books. fails to tell her that he was probably responsible for her husband's death. Uh-huh. Having sold an airline ticket to a stranger, mm. the successful businessman, 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 I don't know, Spider-Man, <laughs> later learns that the flight crashed, killing the man to whom he sold his seat. This was back before you didn't need a fucking ID to get on a plane, apparently. This was 2000. A year later, he finds the man's widow and the pair form a loving relationship, but his guilt proves too much to bear. Dun, 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 dun. Who the fuck is Don Roos? Who? Did he direct it? Writer, director, yeah. Don Roos. Is there like a third person in this movie? There's got to be like a third semi famous person in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm. Joe Morton, Natasha Henstridge. Joe Morton? Joe Morton. He's- Tony Goldwyn, Johnny Galecki. David Pamer, Alex D. Linz, and Jennifer Grey. I think Tony Goldwyn is the her husband or whatever who dies. He dies at the beginning of the movie. He's not in it much. Okay. Our voice of Tarzan. Okay. Uh, yeah, this... Honestly, it's probably been since 2000 that I've seen this. So, the, um... It, it should be interesting. Um... We'll get through it. We'll get through it. I I would rather watch Emma. <laughs> oh, sad. Sorry, Gwen. This never... movie already does not look good. I mean, I don't do dramatic movies. But it's not... It's not like a sad movie. I mean, all the... It doesn't sound happy. Well, there's like one sad part at the... Be- it's at the beginning. But I don't care about that. I like and then when movies she that are ben, funny. When she meets Ben Affleck, you... Is it, it a romance? It's a romance. Is this a kissing it's movie? It's a kissing movie. There's, it's, But it's not like a porno. <laughs> <laughs> it's not rated R or anything. You know, no, it's I'm a very like, saccharine... Is this a kissing story? It's very... I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a while. All right. Next week, Bounce. <laughs> it's not a porno, A apparently. movie that does... Gwyneth has a lot of these movies that just don't exist. Because I bet you asked... That the, math movie? I think Bounce had a song in it that was like on the radio that became like kind of popular. Okay. I think it had a song. Sure. She had that math movie. Which we have. Which Where she played a... Proof. Fucking... I love that movie. Crazy person. Well, There's that the Sliding Doors movie. We don't own that one. With Sliding Doors or something. She has a fucking... That Shakespeare movie. No one sort of that Shakespeare movie she that took, she did. She took that egg in her pussy in that movie. God, I have a lot of Gwen Paltrow movies. Because we still haven't done Shakespeare in Love, Proof, Townsend, Mr. Ripley. Does Shakespeare in Love deserve to have Best Oscar? Yes. Best Picture Oscar? Yes. Okay, says you. All right. <laughs> says me, all right. 
Okay. Let's get the fuck. Oh, we gotta um, do our things. Say the things. Say the things. Rate review. We will not charge you for our podcast yet. If we do, we're gonna charge you on Spotify because we want all forty nine cents. <laughs> oh, this makes me so torn because I don't have Spotify Premium anymore. Because you guys buy too many plants. I so I just settle for Apple Music. I bought you a plant today. That I don't see it. Lilac was for you. Oh, that's very nice. And then I bought that tiny little. Which I was like, okay, I just see leaves. That little thing for the snake. <laughs> that's where it is now. Oh, the snake has it. Oh, that's cute. Um, you can follow us on social media, even though I really don't want to do Instagram. Just do the gram. Why do we own this DVD? On Instagram, on Twitter, it is why do we own this one? We are not on Facebook. No, Facebook sucks. <laughs> um, and yeah, listen, tell a friend, watch some movies with us. Thanks to Brushy One String mm-hmm. for our wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Theme, song, theme song. Buy buy his music at brushyonestring.com. Is he on Bandcamp or anything uh, where I you can support you him? I bet he would be. Is he streaming anywhere? I mean, he's all over okay. something. I'm just saying, 99% of people stream the music. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Brushy Ocean, he's everywhere. You fucking find him. He's... Okay. Mm-hmm. And then thanks to Marlene LePage for our artwork. Mm-hmm. Does not have her portfolio online mm-hmm. yet. I'll let you know when she does. Uh, I don't know. Because I love our artwork. I look at it and go, if I didn't know what this was, I would want Ooh, to listen. What's that bird? I would. It's very pretty. That I, that's cool. A purple finch. Um, I don't have anything else. What music? Am I just gonna play theme song music for this? Again? What do we? Um, you know what I put on our our playlist is um, shake, shake, rattle, and roll because that's plays in the end credits. Shake, rattle, and roll. Yeah, do we want to play? I don't because it's shake and roll and rattle and roll. That's what you do when you play a board game. I don't know. Oh. That's what I have on our playlist. The the score is not available to stream, but you can find it on YouTube by John Morris. He does uh, he does the music. You can do the yeah, I think I would do that. That's more fun. So you're already listening to that right now. Okay, cool. We will see ya. We will bounce ya no, next what? week. <laughs> Bouncing into May. Woo! Hey!